two, we live. All right, welcome. Recoded the podcast, the blueprint for the student athlete. Today, um, what I want to do today is is, is I want to kind of spotlight two of our athletes, and, we, and we're going to be spotlighting some of these guys that we feel like meet the standard of a student athlete. And <clears throat> today I got um, Baron Sorrell from Holy Cross High School, UT commit. Uh, 4.7 GPA, you know, didn't have to sit there and worry about his ACT and stuff like that. And then I also have Jalen Johnson from uh, Holy Cross, who is a McNeese commit and um, 3.3 GPA. These these kids are the epitome of what a student athlete is, respectable, smart young men. And uh, we, we super proud of them. I, I want y'all to know that, that you know, it means a lot that y'all represent us, y'all represent your high schools, you represent your parents, and you you do it all well. So, um, first, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna let um, I'm gonna let Jalen talk, and I'm gonna let him tell you know tell us a little bit about first off, um, like football and how how you got into it and all. Oh uh, yeah, uh, my dad was my first pokeball coach. I started playing um, pokeball in the city at around three, four years old. That's when I first started playing football. And coming up, I was a two-sport athlete playing football and baseball, but I really just decided to focus on football after my eighth grade year. And my brother went to Holy Cross, so that's the main reason I, I went to Holy Cross, to follow him. And football is just a, a way for me to express myself, not only in school, but out of school, to let people know that I do things the right way with class, and I, I'm really good at it. So I feel like I still have a lot to prove, you know, being unranked in high school, but still letting the chips fall out and in the place that they need to be and going to a college on a full on a full ride scholarship. Yeah, and and one of the big things for me with you was is and you know we talked about this. I like they should have some college coaches getting fired right now. Like they missed you. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? I, I feel like your work ethic has always shown, um, your attitude has always shown. You you didn't pout about the recruiting process, you, you know, you kept your head on your shoulders, you kept pursuing the academics, you kept pursuing the hard work. Everywhere that, every stage that you stepped on, you, you did. I mean, what what's your, your accolades just this year was all district? Yeah. What else you had? Um, I uh, set a school record with having 388 all-purpose yards in, in a game. Had two previous 300-yard games, three touchdowns. Just, just doing everything that the coaches asked me to do and more playing. Four positions, quarterback, running back, receiver, DB, special teams, just being an all-around football player. I consider myself a football player, not just one position, because at any moment, if someone goes down and coach needs someone to fill in that of skill position, I feel like I can do that. I'm, I'm very versatile. Yeah, for sure. And and I think that's one of the big things. I mean, listen, you know, you, you've you always been a kid that, you know, I mean, not, even though you've been here the last two years or whatever, um, you haven't. You were always easy to watch because you know I've been following you on uh -huh. social media since you got into high school really? and stuff, and um and I keep track of all of that stuff and you know when when you called us and you came over and you wanted I mean that was like that was a big thing for me because I know our label our brand or whatever you want to call it is only as good as the athlete that steps in the building. Right. And that's why we treat it like no one's bigger than the brand, mm -hmm. you know? So it's important when we get a kid like yourself that comes in and, and does everything and checks all the boxes and then just falls in love with the process right. of be, being that student athlete, not just the things that you could get from it. And, you know, it's, it's, you, y'all you know where I stand because y'all have the conversations with me all the time, but, um, and we're going to touch back a little bit more with you. And, and then Barron, Barron's a UT commit, like I said, 4.7 GPA. I, I, I don't know if this kid's still growing. I don't know what he's, feet, what he's, what he's eating. Uh, every day he comes in here, his clothes get tighter. Uh, I, I always mess Those with Gucci him. pants. Oh, but yeah, them Gucci, yeah, what's up with them pants? You busting out, man. Gucci yeah. needs to sign you to a deal right now and, and get you some clothes that fit you, bro. Yeah. So tell, tell us, Barron, tell us how you got into it. So, uh, I mean, like, just like Jill and I started playing football and I was, you know, young, about four years old, something like that. My dad put me into it, but, you know, it was always something just fun to me. You know, I just like doing it. Um, I was always, you know, good, at, you know, not to be, you know, bragging or that, but I was always just, you know, good. And then like around high school, you know, I started seeing, you know, everybody, the game getting bigger, you know, everybody getting bigger. Um, more people on the field have talent. So, you know, I started trying to work, you know, get better, 
uh, ninth grade, tenth grade, I was playing tight end, so I was trying to fit into a different scheme. Mm-hmm. So it was something different for me. And then you know, like you know, and everybody else know, my brother passed away, and then that that right there is like that's what really changed my game because. I mean, like I said beforehand, I was always good, but, like, that's when I actually started working and actually, like, putting everything I had into the game to, you know, make my, my parents and my family feel better and have happier days because, you know, it, was, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't good back then with uh, him passing and everything. So I kind of took that burden on my shoulders and um, I used that into my game and my work ethic. You've seen it in here, and I just started, you know, getting better and better. Then I made that position change to defensive line. And then it was like, you know, just started going up from there. Right. And, and, and you know, we talk adversity and things like that. Dave Johnson from Florida State was on the show the other day, and he talked about how, you know, when he got his job at um, uh, Millsaps was his first job. And his big thing with the job was, is like, man, they gave me a job. It was four, $500 a month. It was right after Katrina. I had no place to stay. I stayed in my car. But the mentality was, is I'm going to be the first one to work. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be that first guy to get to work. And if you don't have a mentality like that and and you can't be in that process and deal with these little changes that get made all the time, then you're going to fall apart. That was a pivotal moment in your life where you could have took a different path. And instead you channeled that challenge, uh, channeled that anger or that passion that came along with your brother passing and dude, listen, I always say it. Your the first commitment video that you did mm-hmm. was like, man, everybody I showed it to was like crying. It was like, this is like crazy. Like that was a production. Yeah. Uh, you, you know what I'm saying? Left me speechless. Yeah. It was, it was tough for sure. Um, and, and, you know, you touched on the family thing. And Jalen, I, I, I know that, you know, you touched on that in, in your relationship with your dad being your coach. And and then you, your mom played, you know, and, and we're going to get into both of y'all's parents yeah. a little bit. But, you know, talk, tell us about your mom. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, my mom always tried to make sure I had a better upbringing than her. She, she came up good, but she felt like she could have put me in a better position to, you know, to strive as a youth. And she always knew that I was I had a good head on my shoulders. Not I wasn't into the things that people get in trouble, silly stuff. I, always, I either it was school, play ball, and, and go home and enjoy the time with my family. So that's why, like at my signing day video, I, I broke down talking about her because a lot of things going seen the things that she do for me, sacrifices for me to play seven on seven, go all the way, uh, go all across the country, go to a private institution for about like six, seven years, and making sure that. She was supporting my dreams always. Yeah, and and that's I was I was excited. I didn't naturally. I don't ever want to see nobody cry. But the heart that you showed uh-huh. in the, in the, the love that you showed for your mother is those things. Because you know we see the post all the time, right? I got to put my mom in a better spot. Meanwhile, yeah. they got a two point oh and a ten on the ACT. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? And that, and that's the kind of things that like you know me. I'm not spotlighting that. I don't uh-huh. want that in my gym. I don't want it around me. And y'all do it. It don't even really say it. You, you know what I'm saying? Right. So in, 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 in being around us and, 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 the, and the philosophy that we teach here and, and things like that, we, we don't we don't want you to say it. We want to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You, you, it, and, it, and the real won't have to tell everybody else that they're real. And I said that earlier. Um, but one thing is, is I was I wanted to say about y'all is is y'all y'all grind and you grind in the shadows and then you come to the light and everybody else sees it. You, you work so hard in here and then everything that you see out on the field, it's just, it's just a product of what you see behind the curtains. And, and y'all don't, you're, you're humble. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, that's a big trait that um, y'all have and it's, it's really good. Yeah, so, um, and, and you, you know, um, both of your parents are, are you know, all y'all, I mean, it, 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 we could see it. We know, yeah. we know the, the what's being taught at, at the home. We know by the things that happen. And listen, people make mistakes and stuff like that. But the bounce back, and it, I've never seen neither one of y'all be a victim of anything. Right. And 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 that easily could have changed. You know, I'm sure there was crossroads in your mm-hmm. life where you could have took a different path and stuff like that. Now, now Baron, you know, I I love the fact that you're going to Texas and and that you signed with him, but academically, dude, you carry a 4.7 at one of the top high schools in the state. 
And I don't know if you know, but I went to Holy Cross a couple of years. I went there my fifth and sixth grade uh-huh. year, and um, my parents didn't really have the money at the time to, to keep me there because I, I wasn't playing. I, I, if the sports world would have gave me options, I wasn't that dude. Basically, G wasn't an athlete. <laughs> hey, stud athlete. Don't, don't get it twisted. No, um, but um, – Tell me about that, the academic side of it, because you've always had that, both of y'all, but a 4.7 special. Yeah, yeah so, I mean, my, uh, I was at Curtis my fifth grade year, and then um, my parents wanted me to, you know, get a better academic side, so they brought me to Holy Cross, you know, and, you know, they let me know every day, you know, that, that was a burden, that tuition, and, like, I mean, to be honest, eighth grade, I mean, I couldn't, I had to leave. I went to uh, Bell Chase. They I had to take a break from it, my um my mom and my dad, they, they couldn't support it anymore. Mm-hmm. We tried, you know, multiple, you know, things like trying to get me on a, you know, they don't really do scholarship there, but trying to, you know, do things to where I could, you know, work, study, help, but I couldn't, so I had to leave. Um, then ninth grade, I came back, and because uh, that eighth grade, yeah, you know, it's really where I wanted to be. All my friends was there, jailing, you know, people like that, so uh, I just kept, you know, trying to keep my academics up so I could go back in there. And then when I got there, you know, my mom and my dad told me, it was like, you know, it's, it's hard, you know, keeping you there. So I already knew from that yeah. point I, I couldn't play around with my grades. Right, 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 so, 100%. Yeah, so um, I got there. They told me, like, look, you know, we're making sacrifices. We're not going to make these sacrifices for Cs, no Bs. And you know, I just took it from there, and I just didn't – I couldn't I couldn't go below A. Cause yeah, I yeah. And, and – and, there's a level of maturity that comes along with your behavior and, and it all kind of goes hand in hand. You see the struggle because, you know, people just don't have ten, eleven thousand $11,000 of disposable income right. just right. sitting around. You know what I'm saying? So you see the sacrifice that y- your parents make and, you know, the, the, and it's not just the hard work that goes with the sacrifice, but hey, they might have had a vacation uh-huh. or they might have wanted to do something one day that they couldn't do or something. And they had to. Get, and, and the fact that y'all could see that and acknowledge it and then put forth the work was, I promise you, as a father, they they proud. Mm-hmm. I know they proud. You know what I'm saying? Y- y'all make me proud. Y'all y'all like my kids, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, so let, let's let's go into the to the recruiting side of it because a big thing that I always say is is that the recruiting process for the high school athletes should be fun and enjoyable. Y'all were able to have fun through the process, and and it, like I said, Jay, you might have not always got exactly what you wanted out of right. it, but. You, you was in love with the process, but academically, mm-hmm. nothing could stop you from the school that you would have had chosen to go right. to. Right. Um, I first got introduced to it by my brother. As I said, he got a, he received a scholarship to go play at Southeastern, but he said that he just didn't. That's something he didn't want to do. So ninth grade, tenth grade, I was I, I started as a freshman, but I wasn't really wasn't really getting any looks. I was just happy to play, just playing, having fun, playing the game. And then 10th grade year, I started to make some noise, still not where I needed to be. And junior year is when I, when I really exploded on, onto the scene, but still, it was a dry spell again. I was hearing from coaches every now and then, but, you know, I talked to my parents, my, my brother, my uh, coaches, trainers. They were just like, just keep your head keep your head high because you're a hell of a player. And that's something I failed to realize because I let the people who I knew that I could compete with as they as they were getting looks and offers and all these accolades, that that that's something that burned inside of me. So I turned that into motivation. Had to, like, had to. Like when Barron got his first offer from Nichols, I never forget it. He called me, and that was just like a moment we cherished together forever. Mm-hmm. And when I got my first offer, that was just like everything I worked for just just came to life. And I still need to work, you know, because I'm not where I need to be. But that was just like a a moment that I'll never forget getting well, you, that first you, offer. You're never going to be satisfied with where right. you're at because that's who you are. Right. It's always, it's always going to grind. It's always going to hustle. And, and whatever, whatever it is for you in the future, whether it's football on the next level after college or it's a, a job at, at the post office, you're going to be the supervisor. You're going to be the dude that's going to climb right. the ladder because of your work effort, uh-huh. whatever, whatever it may be. Um, both, both of y'all is, as far as that goes, um, Tell me about Holy Cross, man. Like, like y'all was, 
you know, y'all was there and, and, and a lot of kids are out there, they trying to figure out where they want to go to school and stuff like that. And, you know, y- y'all had some good years over there and y'all actually went through two or three coaching changes. Three. Yeah. Three, yeah. huh? So so it was, who was there before? Um, uh, it was Coach Roboto, my freshman year, and Coach LeCamp from my sophomore to junior year. And this year we had Coach So. Yeah, so it was, I mean, it was constant change. We had to, you know, keep adapt- adapting to it, but... Um, I definitely had a better relationship with my coaches this year rather than the, the coaches in the previous year. You know, if I had more time with them, I would have loved it. But, you know, I could tell, you know, you could tell from a coach, like even with you, like who's really like real and like into it besides just like the looks and all of that type of stuff. So yeah. I, that's why I have, I feel the connection with my coaches this year. Yeah. And, and, and the other thing too is, is, you know, not from a standpoint of, the coaches' personalities or anything like that. But from the standpoint of y'all been through three different schemes, right. three different personalities, three different, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, how was that? Um, it was a lot to overcome, but I feel like the the way that me and Baron work, it, it, it wasn't hard. It was a, a subtle change, just doing everything the coach asked you and more, just, just working hard, just being the first ones on the field, first ones to leave the field. I mean, last ones to leave the field. And just <laughs> always, like I said, just always going hard in practice no matter what. Like, even if it's walkthroughs or, as coach say, 70%, just going hard, going harder than everyone else, sprinting yeah. to the end zone. Like, I still remember in practice, like, if we were doing routes on there or something and I catch a ball, the people on my team are asking me, like, why are you still sprinting to the end zone? Because it's a, mind, it's a mindset that you have to build so that way when you win the game, it doesn't shock you. Like, okay, I've seen this before. I, pre- I prepared for this. Mm-hmm. So that's how I always carry myself in practice and still do workouts. And like yeah. you said, the scheme thing was, that that was big too, like going through different schemes, especially when I moved to D-line because like, I'd say like my 11th grade year when I was, you know, we had a completely different like uh scheme from what we had this year. This year the coaches let me, you know, stand up, sit down, I mean, put my hand down, whatever, to, you know, play and let me go. But like, you know, in the in the past I felt like the scheme was like holding me back and that type of stuff. So it was really different getting through different schemes. Yeah, a, a lot of times you, you may pick a school or you may go there, you know, a lot of times it may be academics. Sometimes it's it's like football and, and, and what I think happens on the next level is a lot of guys will pick a college Based off of the status uh-huh. of the qual- college instead of the fit, yeah, right. you know what I'm saying, and and I think that um, I don't think I know because I know what the transfer portal looks yeah. like. Ridiculous y- numbers. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. It's like we get there and and, and we can't, and it, and it's not just it's not just local kids. I'm saying right. it's it's across it's the board. Nation. Now it works out for some people. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they they go in and you get a guy like Joe Burrow or something right. like that ends up being a Heisman in the first pick of the draft. But there's times, too, where you go and you you overshoot your recruiting process and, and you know, you, you end up coming home. And then, you see, it don't matter how good you are right now because yeah. when you get there, everybody's going to be good. Yeah, you know, the talent pool, that's what we always talk about, the funnel effect, right? You know, there's how many kids are playing eight-year-old tackle football? Mm. They all over the world. Yeah. You, you know, then it goes down to 12, and, you know, they got the kid that got hit when he was 10. He's like, ah, I don't, I don't uh-huh. know if football is for me. Right. And then next thing you know, it starts backing down a little bit more, and then when you get to high school, the talent's getting a little better, and the, the funnel gets a little smaller. And then next thing you know, LSU is going to offer 20, 200 people. They're only going to give scholarships to 28 of right. them. And then how do you fit in there with separates? And I yeah. think as young men, that's what you did was is in these situations to be recruited, you separated yourself from everybody else, which is hard because that's kind of like what I want to talk to y'all about next, bro. Because what do y'all do, bro? Y'all boring dudes, man. Like, <laughs> like y'all, y'all in here, tra- like what's what you do for fun, Baron? Man, what we, you what's your hobby, bro? Like, what you don't tell me you go home at night and macrame or crochet <laughs> or something uh, like that because you, you know I don't I don't I don't, I don't you know. Like I said, I mean. This- this dude, we just, I mean, we literally do everything together. You know, I have friends at school, too, that, you know, we got a close little group. But like I said, it's really this dude. Train together, play the game together, uh, eat together. You uh-huh. know, we just, it's, it's this dude. We just hang, you know, we, you know, stay out of trouble. That type right. of stuff. We find fun in the little things. We could we could sit down and talk and have fun. Mm-hmm. We don't have to go out and do, you know, the stuff right. other people Talk do. about how fat y'all train is. <laughs> 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 so, so I know, you know, when you get up to college, 
you know, that's going to be the next thing. What are you expecting from that transition, Jay? Um, I talked to a lot of people that, that played in college. Uh, basically, the main thing they said is everything is, is faster. Just don't let the situation overwhelm you. Because I feel like that's what most people do when they get to college. It's like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm in college. I'm playing with people all across the nation. But instead of just going out there and doing what they did in high school, but just on a, on a, more, on a, on a higher level, mm-hmm. but just less room, for, less room for error and less room for mistake. Mm-hmm. And then, you know... Baron, you're gonna be average size at tech in Texas. Yeah. Everything's big in <laughs> Texas, bro. Like, you know, how, how's that? Because you know, that's what what our thing is, and that's why we never try to put y'all per se on a pedestal. We're gonna acknowledge your accomplishments, and and it's barely ever about the field. You know, you might have seen me post about you leading the Catholic League and and yardage and stuff, and you know, but it, it, more about my stuff is more about how I see y'all moving. Right. Mm-hmm. You, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying, and the changes that y'all making y'all gate, but um, always attached the academic side to it, and. But now, Baron, when you get up there, the dude standing in front of you is Baron size. Yeah. His pants are tight too. <laughs> like, like what, what happens then? So, I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm really ready. Um, I feel like my, my improvement is what really like keeps me confident because I, I could see myself improve week to week, you know, with you and Colin. I could see like, okay, maybe last week I was, I was tight there, but this week I'm not tight, you know, there. This week I was weaker there, but this, so like I'm constantly seeing changes. So it, it keeps me confident because mm-hmm. I know that I'm, I know that I'm improving. And I know that, you know, I'm better than what, you know, the coaches might've think they got. Yeah. And, and then, I mean, talk, and I'm not, I'm not positive. I'm not sure. And you're going to know more about this. I know you walking into a situation that may have changed a little bit since, you signed, huh? Because they yeah. changed over to a yeah. three four. Yeah, um, I don't, I don't know that precisely yet, but like I, the um, the DC there that's actually going to there. Actually, he was recruiting me at Washington. Okay. So, so yeah, I know I'm still going into a room where I'm wanted, and that's why that's why I'm still confident in going there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I think wherever wherever you was offered, you was wanted. Absolutely. You know, some coaches slip up on their recruiting jobs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and just like Dave said uh, the other day, you go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. Yeah. And honestly, I think you'd be celebrated anywhere in the country. Yeah. Look at you, bro. You're <laughs> Hulk. <laughs> yeah, I, we made the joke, you know, D. Clay's like, Baron walks into a college and, and they like, uh, Baron's question is Are you offering me And the coach is like We don't know yet You're offering me <laughs> Okay Baron You have the offer yeah. <laughs> Like we, don't choke me <laughs> But um, Yeah so When when I Kind of posed the question About The transition One thing is li- Life's gonna change the, the fish The pond gets bigger yeah. You know what I'm saying Jalen you You gonna walk into McNeese And they got people there That know you're coming They got expectations for you uh-huh. There's th- Football's easy for you yeah. it, That's not the part That I'm talking about I'm talking about Now you're moving Into an environment Where you're on your own mm-hmm. You are The new guy on campus But you're also Kind of celebrated Because you're coming yeah. in You know your, your Football players get they, they get a little prestige as uh-huh. they come in. Um, how, how is that? Like, how is that going to be to deal with that? You know, because you're a humble kid. Like, you see kids go and, and, and get up there and, and that whole thing. And we talking about it because I, I want it out there in the open because uh-huh. I don't want that to be the downfall uh-huh. of anyone. And I don't think yeah. it will be. But I'm just saying what what because my thing is, is we're preparing you to be on the next level when you're on the level you're on yeah. mentally. Mm-hmm. So where are you at with that? You know, I mean, hey, look, there's Jalen. <laughs> you, you know what's going to happen over there. You got the hair all twisted up. Oh, and he, yeah. You know, look, he's got braces. He's still, like, he's 13. He's so cute. <laughs> but nah, it's something that I'm excited for. You know, my parents prepared me yeah, that one yeah. day I'm going to have to eventually live on my own. And it's not like something where... I mean, I'm close, but in a sense, I'm not close. That I, I, I still am living on my own, taking care of myself, providing for myself. Mm-hmm. But I think a big thing is that's going to help me is uh, is brotherhood that, that I'm walking into mm-hmm. at uh, McNeese. I'm rooming with three other people that I, I know real well. Speaking of one of them, that uh, train here. Edward? Yeah. Oh, so, you're staying with uh-huh, Edward? Uh-huh. So it's just like, I think we, we all going to get through the situation together. And uh, I feel like we all been through adversity. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like when... People go to schools and like they have coaching changes. They like, well, damn, I, I went to this this school just for this coach, but I went I already went through three head coaches in, in high school and it didn't phase me one yeah. bit. 
And then head coaches, you walking in with one of the best. Right. right Frank. Right. Uh-huh. You so, know, how, yeah. how's your relationship that you built? Because, listen, I talked to Darren Wilson a little bit, and he, he's excited for y'all. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He, he's Because me and him talk about the movement stuff a lot. Yeah. And uh, he's like, as soon as my kids are old enough, cause I think he's got twins, if uh-huh. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And he's like, they coming over there. We're going to make sure nothing gets gets in their mm-hmm. way. Cause, uh, but talk, talk about the relationship that you built with them because – that's your go-to now. You, you know what I'm saying? Right. That's the guys that's going to be there. That's going to be the, not not parents because nobody will ever replace them, but they're going to be those coaches, the people that you got to confide in and, and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, well, yeah, Coach Coach Darren Wilson, uh, it's, uh, definitely a great coach, uh, a great recruiter. The first time, I, I didn't know this, but the first time he actually seen me play was my junior year against John Curtis. I, I think I had a pretty good game. I had three touchdowns, but I didn't know. I'm just saying that's what, like my mom, uh, my parents and trainers always prepare me to play like it's your last. You never know who's watching. And that was a moment where like I didn't even know who he was watching. So then seeing you came around, I found out that him, him, Coach Frank, all those guys from UTSA was going over to McNeese. And, and a lot of people was like, well, yeah, McNeese going to make some noise this year. Mm-hmm. And then I first got the uh, call from Coach Frank and Coach Darren Wilson that they were going to be offering me, and also my relationship with uh, Coach Blaine Goche, their receivers coach who came mm-hmm. from LSU last year. I mean, they always preach family. So, like, if if I know that my family, my, my parents, like, they in a real relationship with them, then I know I'm going into a, a place that, that really wants me. And yeah. not just want me for what I do on the field, but how I carry myself as a as a, as a person. Mm-hmm. You know? and, 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 and y'all have... Um is it Tom Herman's? Oh, who's the, who's the head coach at Texas right now? Uh, Steve Starkeesian. Yeah, that's right. That's brand new too. Yeah. Um. So talk to me about that. How how much how much have y'all talked, or has it been more on the, the defensive coordinator side? Been, I know you already had a relationship. Right. You just said yeah, that. more like I talked to the defensive line coach, Bill Davis. You know, he's just coming back. He was actually there before. And uh, he was in the NFL, so uh, I know I'm going into a coaching staff with a lot of experience. You know, obviously, Coach Oh, yeah, they got big names. Yeah, yeah. Coach yeah, Sarkees yeah. just won the national championship. So I'm excited to go there, you know, and, and, you know, learn from people that, you know, actually have experience. Yeah. So a- another thing, and Jalen, you men- mentioned about about trainers, and, and I know um, – a, a, a lot of we we in our lane over mm-hmm. here. We we do the movement stuff, the strength training, the explosion, and all of that stuff. And y'all's guys' health is our 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 responsibility. Right. Let's say um, we we do the speed development stuff with y'all. But you know we don't go to the field. And 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 uh, Baron, you you've been working with Clyde Alexander. You know most of the off season last year, and I, I don't know how much this year. But talk to me about Clyde because Clyde's got edge assassins. He's got a bunch of big names. He's been around the game for a long time, and and how much of an influence and how much has he helped you through the process? Yeah, he uh, he definitely helped me a lot. Um, when I was making that transition from tight end to uh, defensive line. He was actually, you know, one of the first guys that, you know, showed me because, I mean, you you was with me when I first passed rest at uh, Tennessee and UL. You seen it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was just running out and running around. Yeah, so. trying to run people over. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, but I also <laughs> seen it. I also seen it when you went to, that was last year when you went to Under Armour or whatever. Was Rivals, it Under Armour? Rivals. Rivals. Yeah. yeah, you went to Rivals and you had two guys in front. I, yeah. I, show, I used the video right. from the from that day as education in our certification because I'm like, this dude don't train on his head. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Those one-on-ones? Those one-on-ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and them dudes got SEC offers and right. stuff like that. One of them's mm-hmm. like the top O-lineman or something right yeah. now. So, I mean, like I, like I said, so working with Clyde, I, uh, I got a lot of technique. You mean, like I, you already see, you seen me when I first started off to when I was at Rivals. So I, I working with Clyde, he showed me technique, you know, using more than just, oh, my strength and, you know, all of that. I got to, you know, be able to do different things to get past people. So, you know, I'm forever thankful for that because he taught me, you know, good things. And, um, you know, going into that Rivals camp, it was like, you know, it was it was crazy for me just seeing how much I, I improved because, you know, I already knew I was behind. I, two years, I haven't, you know, I wasn't playing defensive line. So I was already behind. I had to make a name for myself. So going into that that camp, going against those big name people, you know that mm-hmm. that showed me my improvement. You know, working with Clyde on the defensive line side. Yeah, yeah, that was that was big. And and then Jalen, you know, um, uh, Camp Hardy, 
um, Corey Hardy is he's got his hands on a lot of kids in the area. He yeah. he's kind of identified himself as as a camp guy. He mm-hmm. he does you know he does some speed work. He does some agility stuff. But I mean I I know yesterday I watched Nickel State play last yeah. night and. He had about 10 or 12 kids out uh-huh. there that, you know, a lot of them right. come in here too, but, you know, they come here for their movement stuff and then they go over there with him. And he does a great job at getting you ready to walk into that mm-hmm. camp to where when you go and you face those drills, it's not, it's second nature now. Yeah. We've done, did this dance so many times mm-hmm. that it, it's, we're not going to be nervous or scared or anything like that. It, talk to me about Hardy because he don't play with y'all. You, right. you know what I'm saying? He pushes y'all hard. I feel like it's um, that both both of y'all are on the same page that um, I have two trainers that they go hand in hand with each other. So that's a big thing for me. And I first started working with um, Camp Hardy probably about Going into my 10th grade year, like, I'll never forget him telling me. He said I was a great athlete, but I still had to learn the game of playing receiver because he trained Cole Moore and, and, and uh, Quincy Cage, all those dudes mm-hmm. that's playing in college right now. And it, it's family over there. Like, you know, yeah. I first started making, well, not making a name for myself, but going in there. Then they, they saw I was serious, that I was ready to work. So I've been working with them for, like, the past three years, and I just feel my, my game elevated from a mental standpoint and and technical like fundamental fundamentally sound i feel like um like i'm i'm a fundamental player now instead of just out there well you got to be right you, yeah. you you got to be because and that's what makes you special and that's why i say a lot of coaches missed out is because not only are you, are you the kid that you are and you're a quality human being and and, and smart and all of that but you know you're not 6'5". Uh-huh. You, you know what I'm right. saying? So you had to dial in. Every step for you is crucial. Right. Everything, everything I have to do has to be 10 times better than the average person. And that's a and that's a mindset that I embrace. That's I love. That's the way I love training. And that's the way I love practicing. Like, I, even my head coach say, every time I touch the ball, I'm trying to score. No matter if it's, if you're doing walkthroughs, touch, full pad, no matter what. I, I try to set the ball for people to see, like, oh, this the way I should do it. Not saying that it might work for you. But I I see where I'm where it's getting me, so I'm yeah. gonna continue doing what I, what I need to do. Yeah, and 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 you made me think of something again that I wanted to touch on was oh, 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 earlier you was like I was seeing people around me get offers. Mm-hmm. That is the very thing that can destroy an athlete. Yeah, definitely, because yeah. you either gonna use that as the motivation to get better. Or you're you gonna, gonna let it break you. you. That's right. Because because that's the worst thing we do as human beings. A girl walks in a room. Am I the prettiest in the room? Mm-hmm. A guy, you know, am I? It, I know. I walk in there. I'm the fattest one usually. So <laughs> it, 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 it's kind of like what. But but what I'm saying is is we always. It's human nature to right. compare yourself, mm-hmm. and that can make or break you. Uh huh. Well, I feel like what helped me, like my brother. When I was like five, he had me playing with older people, and I didn't understand why. Like, even if we were shooting basketball, he had me shooting on the on the ten foot goal, and I wanted to shoot on the regular goal. But he was like, "You're not gonna be playing with average competition. Like, everything you have to do had to be ten times better, no matter what you do." Mm-hmm. One hundred percent. Um. So. Baron, you um you go to rivals and and you kind of don't have any offers or, or whatever. You walk in there and then it starts, right? Right? You start getting the multiple offers. You start getting the multiple calls. And how was that? Um, because it like like we like you said it it took a minute. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't happen. You you know, right. Papa walks in here, walks in and gets a LSU off out right. the gate. That yeah. don't happen for everybody. Mm-hmm. That's a that's unusual. Yeah, like you already know. I, I mean, I had the stature, but like college coach was telling me they need to see you know, uh, you know the, the technical part. I'm I'm just out there. You know, I'm just playing. They need to see the speed. That's, that's why I, I started coming in here. I started working with Clyde maybe two three times. You know, every day I could get in here because. I knew that I had to, I was behind. Like I said, two years, I, I wasn't playing defensive line. So and in terms of nationally, like where all those guys ranked and all, I knew I was behind. I knew I had to do the extra stuff to get where I need to be. So, you know, like you said, I mean, there was a point where it got kind of quiet, so I wasn't really getting anything. And then, um, so I went to the Nichols camp, the D-line camp, that's summer I got the, uh, my first offer there. That was a big thing for me, you know, just, Cause I just went in there and I was just you know being me just going through the drills. So Coach Rebo saw something in me, he offered me, and then um, just kept working, kept working. Then I heard Rivals Camp was coming up, so I knew I had to I knew I had to be ready. I knew I was gonna be going against some top competition, get my name out there. So that's what I did. I went out there and then that's when I started 
getting some offers. Then uh, Coach McCluskey from Tulane, he, he saw something to me, and uh, he got me started up. Then that's really when things started rolling when he offered. After that, it was like, you know, everybody came in. And it's like every time you get the next one, because that, that's something else I, I, I want I want you to talk about is is human human behavior is is a lot of times is we, it's hard for us to be grateful, mm-hmm. you know. So you got two different situations right here where Jalen you didn't have too many, Mm-mm. and but the one that you have you so appreciative for, but but it's God's plan, right? Because. You got what you needed. Definitely. Like he's always gonna give us what we need. Mm-hmm. And then the other side of of the of the coin is is you start getting multiples and you don't appreciate them as much. And I'm not saying that you didn't, Baron, but what I'm saying is is I lot I see a lot of these 30 off of kids and stuff. And then you have coaches that go talk to them and it and it turns around and they're like, Well, you know, when I talk to them, because I talk to the coaches, and it's like uh, his attitude wasn't you know, what we thought it was going to be and stuff, because maybe again, they looking for that bigger offer Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they not, they not getting it or they start comparing again, just like what broke you as not getting the offers Uh can break you by getting the offers, you know? I mean, like you said, I mean, um, I feel like with those offers, you know, this was crazy to me because I'm looking back just seeing like how, how different I look at things now. Like when I was going through the process and I was getting those offers, it's like, yeah, I'm getting offers. I need this one. I need this one. Oh, I need to go to this school. I need to get that one. But it's like you can only choose one. So like now looking back, it's like, you know, I, it's kind of crazy because like you can only, like I said, you only pick one and it's the only one you need. That's the one you need. So you start comparing, you start making, you know, what school is right for you. And, um, and that, I feel like that was a big thing for me. Uh, just looking, like you said, I had you know I had multiple offers, but I had to choose one that was you know really hard for me. I had to you know decommit that type of stuff because it's it's not easy at all. Especially the more you get, the more comparing you have to do. So. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Now let's talk. Let's go back into the whole college choice thing, and 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 let's talk, Jalen. What what you trying to do with your life? Um, I, I won't take ball as far as it could go, but I know that don't last forever. Mm-hmm. So, um, actually, after after I'm done playing ball, whenever that time is, whenever God, whenever it's God's plan, I uh, I'm majoring in human and health performances. I'm gonna go to sports management route, and me and my brother have uh like talks in the works that we're gonna uh, open our own like sports management firm with agency, all that finance, making sure taking care of people who who don't really have the guidance and making sure they're spending their money the, the correct way and with correct representation yeah because the money side of everything is huge and and you know it, it, i always say if you if you if you fail to plan you plan to fail uh-huh. so it's, it's good to see you you know you know what you want your brother knows what he wants and and i know y'all will get whatever you want you, you know what i mean right. and like for sure football is not guaranteed um you have locked in a, a, a high school education a good one uh-huh. and you're going to be able to Take that and further it at McNeese or whatever, and 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 you'll be fine. Um, Baron, what you what you doing with it? So same here. I'm going as far as football take me, you know. And then, like you said, we know that's not for long. Um, so you know, I, that's why I'm so happy with my decision with Texas. I know they have a really good business school, and that's why I plan to go. I, I'm uh, looking to major in finance, and just you know go with somewhere in that world. But you know that. That uh, the business school there, I feel like that's what's gonna prepare me, and I'm just use that, use my tools to be successful. Yeah, that's what's up, man, and and that, and that's the one of the biggest things is is you got to know that this ain't gonna last forever. Okay, you know the the, the work ethic can mm-hmm. those things. That's why developing those behaviors at a younger age is is so important. You know, and 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 y'all to also define the whole thing of. You know, uh, me me and the choices that I made, and y'all know I, f- I fell into the drug thing and stuff like that, and and I lost a lot along the way, and, and I was fortunate enough that God had it in his plans to, to kind of pull me out of that yeah. stuff. But what happened a lot of times, something that fits me is, is you know, my talent took me places that my character couldn't keep me. Mm-hmm. And I think y'all check all the boxes, bro, the character, integrity. and and Because th- I think who, like Colin said earlier, is who y'all are in the dark is who you are in the light. And and that's that's crucial, you know. And Colin, you, you've been having a chance to work with these guys. And, I mean, you, 
You a kid to me too. You're 23, <laughs> 23 years old. Yeah, yeah. If my age, how how's that experience for you? Because you, you know you you you've been around these guys now for about a year now. Yeah. So when I first walked in and uh, G gave me the the okay to basically work with everybody. He didn't really give me the okay. He kind of just walked into his office and just left me out there. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and hey, I, hey, I'm a sink or swim kind of dude. And right? I, you know just and I, was, I was just like, all right, it's it's time to go. And I got all, all these these big athletes out here, twice the size of me, and, and I'm supposed to yell at them and tell them what to do. And and um, Jalen and uh, Baron were, were probably some of the most respectful dudes out there. Um, they never really questioned what I had to say. They, they trusted me 100%, and that's, that's all I could ask of them um, because I, I, I also struggled with some of the, the athletes out there that, that didn't want to really, um, I guess you would say, comply with, with some of the, the things that I wanted them to do throughout the gym. And what we do here isn't really traditional, and y'all, y'all get that. It's, it's not uh, throwing weights around in your face and screaming at you. Um, we, everything here has a purpose. Every mm-hmm. movement we make has a purpose and, um, Jalen and Baron dial in. They, they listen to what I have to say and they, they take into account all the details and, um, they do a great job. Yeah. And, and listen, um, we, I had a comment, Co- coach James Washington, the, not the QB guy, his mm-hmm. father is a, is a, is in a James is too, yeah. but He's a, he's a good friend of mine. He's been a running back coach, and I'm going to show his age. He probably coached Moses. So <laughs> he's been around. He's got a lot of experience around football and academics and students, and he's seen a lot in his life and all. And uh, he, he you know, he brought up a point, and we don't ever want to um, – I know there's kids out there that, that mentally have a hard time locking in on academics and stuff yeah. like that. We, we're not saying, you know, everybody's not on a level playing field sometimes mm-hmm. with that stuff. And, and and thank God that y'all, you know, you had the opportunities. We're, we're more talking about the guys that may not try. Gee, that, let me, let that, me, let me say something here. So, so in my high school career, I didn't care. Um, I, I had a, like a 2.3 GPA, uh, I scored like a 17 on the ACT. I didn't care. Um, I, I just, I didn't really understand what was after high school for me. And and I, I just wanna, um, I think what the, the comment is, is it's just like those, those kids that like me that not necessarily didn't care, but school was hard for some people. Yeah. And, and it takes a different type of person to really understand how to work with school. And um, when, when along the lines did y'all really understand, okay, it's time to lock in here and I got to figure this out? Because I knew for me at, at some point it wasn't in the high school age. It wasn't even in my first few years of college. I, I sucked at school and college. Shoot, my first year of college, I had like a 1.9. Uh, but by the time I got to university, I had, I had like a 3.8. Um, but, but what, at what time did y'all have to lock in and really understand that school was, was really important? Well, for me, it was like, like I said, my ninth grade year, uh, my parents was always, they was on me. So they showed me how important it was. Then I have my other older brother, he's doing well too. So like I, I knew the importance of academics and I knew that like football could end at any, at any second, like mm-hmm. anything could happen. So um, it, it was easy for me to understand that early on, especially like, like I said, ninth grade, I knew, um, you know, going to the school I was going at, I couldn't have average grades. I had to, you know, be above average. So that was easy for me. Yeah, and and you know, Coach, I appreciate the comment, Coach James. That that was a, uh, you know, that's something that you know is kind of a, um, it's a, it's a, it's uncontrollable. Mm-hmm. Like you know, we talk about control of controllables and things like that, and and putting forth the effort because they're all kids that really really try. Um, some of it they may try in front of us too and and it might not be you know because I I know a lot of kids come in and they come up to a certain point where they've done bad ninth and tenth grade year and then they really want to go play college football Mm -hmm. or they really want to change their you know behavior academically and they they get better you know they do better and then the thing is is as you're climbing that ladder it's hard whenever you didn't get what you needed your ninth mm-hmm. or tenth grade year. You know what I'm saying? It's just like what you said earlier, Baron, about the schemes changing and things like that. Like if if you didn't have a football foundation, mm-hmm. 
you can't make those adjustments. Right, right. So the things that we're getting when we're little is is going to build into whenever we get older. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, for sure. Um, now now let, let's talk a little bit about, you know, it, it, it's it's um y'all's understanding of, of what we're trying to do too was, and I, I believe that all goes back to the academics and, and things like that. Uh, y'all's understanding of what we try to do with the movement because it's y'all that takes and makes those changes yeah. physically and you come in and you start to feel a little better. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to walk in here and like, okay, well, we're not, we're not lifting all of this weight. Yeah. We're not moving all of this weight and we continue to get mm-hmm. stronger. Like it's, you have to have faith in that, you know? Yeah. Uh, a Baron, Baron came here before me, maybe like two years, a year before me. And I, I always looked at it like, well, damn, but they they doing something different, and, and I see Baron improving. And I remember the first day I came here, I was like, uh, "B, uh, I, I, I won't, I won't come to GLS." And you know, he plugged me in with y'all. And the first day I came, I was like, "Okay, this is different. Everybody not doing this." So that's what kept making me come back, just learning the differences of how how I could get the most potential out of my body, but mm-hmm. putting me at that at that level where I know that I got everything that I could give me, and I still have like some people that that nobody that haven't bought in and some people that still like, oh, I'm going to do, I'm going to still do the traditional way and because it's been working. I mean, not working, but people have been doing it for years. Mm-hmm. So um, my mom, even like my mom, she's like, if, if it's something you want to do, I'm behind you 110%. Mm-hmm. And that's what all my parents and I, and me just buying in is, I feel like it's what separated me because I, I know some people come in here and don't buy in the whole way that they just do the, the go to movements in here and when they get get out of here it's back to back to square one. Right. So you you basically wasting time mm-hmm. and wasting and wasting your uh your money because you come in here trying to balance something and then you going out and it's like you know breaking it down yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Yeah for sure. Um Baron, I, I know, you know, I think that one of the things that happened over here with you is is you figured out quick that when your hips move properly the legs blow up yeah. because them them little chicken legs that you had. Yeah, so like I mean, it, it was easy for me to under like you know when I I came here like right after my uh, had a little, uh, little surgery. So, um, basically just you know you asked like about my faith and it and you know I was able to see like you know you like I I knew talking to you I knew you knew what you were talking about and I you know like I said I always appreciate how real you were with me so I I was easy to I guess it was easy to understand like I know that this you know this guy is telling me the right thing so I started buying into it and then that's when I started seeing improvements by myself like you know Jalen you know he was always that's why he's like you know one of my you know like a brother to me is like he always would be able to tell me like yeah, it'd be you looking kind of slow, you know. Yeah, it'd be so. It's like <laughs> it's, it always kept. Yeah, you need accountability. Uh, yeah, you know so, what I'm saying. That's so the like that's thing. when I knew, like you know, I I was making improvement when you know I'm coming in here and I'm learning these things and I'm you know doing it at practice and doing it at condition and I'm seeing improvement and then that's what that's what really helped me easily buy in even more because it's like I'm seeing the changes. I'm seeing like different things because when I came in here, I, I knew I was. I definitely was not the fastest dude in the room. Uh, mm-hmm. barely could keep up. So, like I said, when um when I started seeing those improvements, it was easy because you know I seen those improvements and it happened like that, and I'm still improving. Yeah, I mean you touched twenty on the treadmill, huh? Exactly, and I I knew <laughs> a while ago I was definitely far away from. I that. just want to make sure that he could stop too, because right? <laughs> I, I I don't want you know nobody from Texas saying, "Look, you owe me for a wall <laughs> on side of the building." The dude couldn't slow down or whatever. But um no, you know, was it two years ago we went to Tennessee? Yeah, because yeah, you talked yeah. about it a few minutes ago. And, and you know, to see the progression w- was tremendous. But the biggest thing that me and D. Clay always talk about with, the, with that trip was, and I don't think Donald came that weekend, but, you know, Donald helps me organize all of that stuff with the Training Forward Foundation and all of that. But um, the big thing was is we took 13 kids up there and – Probably, and I know Jalen, you wasn't here yet at the mm-hmm. time, but of those 13 kids, I think um, 10 of them may have scholarship offers or, mm-hmm. you know, not all of them's in uh, position to go to college yet because they right. had some underclassmen that were there with us. But I, I think almost all of them, except for one or two, maybe three, has offers. But the big thing about that group was 
is it was a 3.7 cumulative GPA amongst everybody. So, you know, the options that Jalen, you was going to go to college and play football no matter what. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh Because you positioned yourself because of your upbringing and things like that to be in a position no matter what to go to college and get a college education. Whereas I think a lot of kids fall short on that end. And, and, and sometimes you, you don't, you spend time doing the things that, like on the social media side, and I want to get into that a little bit, because y'all not really loud on social media. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't really doing a whole lot, but you see a lot of people doing a whole lot, and then they yeah. really don't have the academics. Mm-hmm. They don't have the offers. And then, they, it, it, like we talked about last time, social media could be good or it could be bad. Mm-hmm. It could actually break you down. Yeah. Uh- uh, social media was, it helped me a lot because I wasn't really like not having spring hurt me a lot. And when we did have spring, they, they had like a couple guys that college coaches was just coming to see, and the previous coaches we had wasn't really wasn't really putting a a name or a stamp behind me. So um, social media helped me with DMing my film to all coaches, reaching them on to on a different level. Right, you know, just just always give me a level of communication. Just being respectful yeah. with them, not just oh, I'm I'm such so and so. Always like, hey, how you doing? I'm Jalen Johnson at this high school. This this is what I did, and this is my film. And I I sent my film to maybe like a hundred or so coaches, and not knowing anything of it, but I didn't get some I didn't get no replies. Some of them was just like, okay, we not interested. But I like I said, I ain't let that break break me I let it make me you know to keep motivated to like okay they passed up on me so when I see them again it's gonna be like okay you should have took me and I'm and I'm grateful for the coaches that that show interest that that responded to me and the ones who uh, took a chance on me yeah and, and listen be grateful for the ones that didn't yeah. because that was your drive uh-huh. that was your motivation Definitely. sometimes the things that we don't get could be the things that make us or break us mm-hmm. too you yeah. know I feel like that was uh that was big for me too. Like you said, like it could social media can make you or break you, but it was like I said like my sophomore you know, around my junior year when I purchased that first offer and I saw like, you know, the the networking and stuff, Twitter and all of those social medias could get you, it's like it's like you telling me all I gotta do is open this app and I can market myself, it's like that's kinda easy for me to understand, like, you know, don't post all this stuff, don't do like, you know, it's strictly business on my page because it's like I feel like you know that's that's what a lot of kids need to understand is like you could use you could use these social medias or whatever to get you offers. You could reach out to coaches like Jalen say you sing your film, uh, you sing your film out. But you know these coaches they they're not just looking at the film. They're not just looking at the messages. They're looking at your feed. They're looking at your likes. They're looking at what you retweet and all of that type of stuff. So it's kind of easy for me to understand to just you know use it as a tool. And I'm very grateful for it. I didn't let it you know break me. Yeah, because I, I see a lot of stuff on there that, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. TikTok's crazy, bro. Yeah. Like, like, I wow. feel like <laughs> social media, you should use it as a job resume that, to keep it, keep it clean. Like, okay, have your name. If, if you a college athlete, have, have your name, high weight. If you play seven on seven accolades, film, email, all that, and keep keep marketing yourself. Yeah. I feel yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. what helped me a lot. Yeah, and I could tell a lot because – you know, we post what we're proud of, right? Like, mm-hmm. you make a great catch, you post it. Um, but I see a lot of kids, and, and it's strangers, too, and, and, and they'll have a 27 on the ACT. Mm-hmm. I retweet it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I see, like, like the ones that put the GPA in the student-athlete part of their name and all, yeah. They, if you got it, you're gonna you're gonna uh-huh. post it, right? right? Because because if you're posting everything else that's great about you, why wouldn't you post your ac- right. academics? So coaches see that too. That's why I'm so hard on y'all with the academic part. And then the other day, Dave was talking about, and you just mentioned it as your your your, your, your it's a resume, mm-hmm. right? And then once you put that resume out for the world to see, there's job interviews right. that's gonna come behind it. You know, and, and, and talk a little bit about that. How many phone calls was it before? Yeah. I mean, like I said, you know, I used it as a tool. So I I definitely got multiple. Uh, I got multiple calls and, you know, a lot of coaches reached out to me through it. Um, and that's when I, you know, I just, you know, basically noticed I got to keep this clean. I got to, you know, I got to, you know, can't play around in this app. And, and I got to use it as a tool because, you know, like you said, you could get calls and coaches could come at you through it. So, um, you know, it was, you know, I got a lot of DMs and that type of stuff and, you know, just kept it business related. Yeah. And it worked. Um, so Colin, you got anything else you got for these guys? 
Um, yeah. So, so one thing I wanted to touch on was, was Jalen was talking about having coaches that, um, that he didn't say it like this, but see eye to eye, they, they uh-huh. have the same goal in mind, especially for, for the, the athlete. And it doesn't even have to be like, like we would say the same goal in mind would be as part of like movement. Right. So like not Olympic lifting oh, yeah. and uh-huh. accepting what is, uh, what y'all are doing. That's making you better. That's making you feel good. And I think that's, uh, I don't know how it is over at McNeese, but I know we got Jamal over there and we got Chris over there right. and uh, it seems like they're doing pretty well. So I think y'all are going to do good. Um, but uh, I just want to shout out Jamal just because that's my dude. Yeah. But um, yeah. <laughs> well, you, got, you got a few guys over there that we deal with that's going to be at McNeese because mm-hmm. yeah. um, T. Millie was in here for a minute. Didn't he? Go to McNeese. Yeah, he's, he's coming yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Um, he he's a real good athlete. And Edward. Yeah, Edward and, Hill. And y'all, one thing is, is y'all y'all need to link up because I don't know how the weight room is. Like I said over there, so um, I know we got guys at Nichols too, too, uh-huh. like uh, Marquise. We got Goog, um, a few other dudes, um, and they link up every day and and they they do their go to stuff. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's something y'all need to stay on top of. Because I, I know it, it's easy to get away from because I was in that situation. I got kicked out of my weight room. So um, uh, being in that situation where the weight room kind of in a lot of colleges destroys your body, mm-hmm. just link up with the dudes that are that are uh, obsessed with getting better and surround yourself with those dudes that want to take it to the next level. And uh, that's that's what all I got to say to y'all. And um, as far as Baron, congratulations, bro, because... I always wanted to go to UT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So y'all got anything else y'all y'all want to add or? Oh uh, yeah. Um. To to everybody who you know who's still playing ball, let don't shy away from competition because that's something that I learned. Like I had my freshman year, I had Kim Wimberley that played receiver, and Tyler Kirkwood still sophomore year. I had Tyler Kirkwood still. He was getting all the accolades, you yep. know, hell of a player. Where's he at right now? Oh, he's at Southern. Okay. And then the the other one that Kim, you mentioned. He's at Harvard. Harvard, yeah. That's and strong. junior year, I, I still had. Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, junior year, I still had Tyler Kirkwood, and it was just like, okay, well, make the most of your situation. Like week, I want to say week one through three, I maybe had like 100 yards totally. And then like after that, it was just like I turned, I, I activated, like knowing that, you know, I had to make the most of my opportunities. I'm sharing, I'm sharing a field with him, yeah. so we both had to make the most of our opportunities. And that could have been a position to walk out because uh-huh. you see a lot of people walk out of those situations because they, they not. I don't want to say scared of competition because yeah. it ain't like you're living in fear, but it's almost like, well, the, the coaches don't like me, so uh-huh. I'm gonna leave. And it was like, okay, I got to turn it on if I want to yeah. get on the field. And that's the process. That's the falling in love with the process and making the most out of it. And finding what separates you, because like, like you said, everybody could run, everybody could catch, everybody could do this, but it's what you do extra. Like if you, uh, if you, if you watch film all day, yeah. if you have knowledge of the game, if you work hard, you know, this, just all the intangibles that people don't really see or people don't really promote as much as the like say the speed the size and, mm-hmm. the, and the athleticism and that goes back to you being a student period mm-hmm. you know the, the the student is always going to keep appearing right. you, you know what i'm saying you're always going to keep having that 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 well i got to study film i got i got to and i got to manage things i got to write a, not you're not necessarily writing down a plan some people may do it yeah. but you got to plan out your week you uh-huh. got to be organized with a schedule. Like I said, if you if you fail a plan, you plan to fail. Uh-huh. You you know, so that that's huge, man. But that the student part of y'all is going to keep showing itself throughout your life. Yeah. yeah, like you said, go with like with competition. I feel like work that's what really like separates you because I mean it was on the field and off the field like academically. But I feel like that was one of the biggest things for me having to notice like around my tenth tenth and ninth and eleventh uh, grade years. Like all right, I'm working, but like. I know I could work harder, and I feel like that's what's really going to separate you from those guys that you see in front of you and all of that because I feel like you just got to work. Like, if you could – I'm telling you, like, I feel like you could always work harder. There's always more stuff that you could do. There's always more workouts you could do in a day, and I just feel like if you keep doing that, that's what's going to – you know, it's going to show one day. Right. So so last question for for both one, – one, one for each of y'all. Mm-hmm. Jalen, you catch that first that first slant, 
and you take it to the house. What you gonna do when you get in the end I'm zone? I'm hitting the gritty. Oh, <laughs> damn, hitting the gritty. I kind of knew the answer to that. I, I would I would love to see Baron pick up scoop and score. Yeah, What's to. coming behind that, All bro? Right. Yeah, Don't the spike the ball <laughs> because they need it to not yeah. go down to China. You, you know what I'm saying? We need the ball back. It'd be a big moment. I'm gonna throw them foes up. Throw them foes up. Throw them foes up. <laughs> for sure. Well, look, man, this is recoded the podcast, the 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 blueprint for the student athlete. And man, I appreciate y'all coming to the show. It's 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 special when we get a couple of our guys that go out there and represent exactly what we stand for. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're an extension of your parents. You're an extension of us. You're an extension of Holy Cross High School. And make sure that you carry that with pride, too, because there's a lot of people that come before y'all that got it to this point right. in, in all those arenas. And there's going to be a lot of people that come behind y'all that y'all set a precedence for. Mm-hmm. I love y'all. I'm proud of y'all. I'm, 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 you know, the young men that y'all are is, is just phenomenal. I love it. Is it? Thank you for Appreciate you. Everything. Yep. No all doubt, right. man. Y'all be cool. We all love. All right.